Fika, your contra ego depletion and relationship tool. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Fresh Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient, your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? My CFA son Enrique jokes about the Mama Comfort Level Index. He says that when I start going out, that means that business is back. Well, I guess the index is going up because last weekend, Marvin and I heard Mass at Jesu instead of the online Mass that we've been having since the lockdown. Then, after that, we even went to check out IKEA or IKEA, whichever way you want to pronounce it. IKEA is the world's largest furniture retailer and its largest store in the world is located here in the Philippines in Pasay City. And how big is it? It has 65,000 square meters floor area. That is bigger than the Royal Palace of Stockholm in Sweden and the Windsor Castle in UK. Imagine that. Malapala siyong laki ng IKEA store. You know, I'm not really big on shopping and so I was a bit overwhelmed by the experience. It was huge and there were a lot of people, both young and old. But I like that the items are reasonably priced and there are so many practical items that I didn't know existed. The showrooms are very helpful as well, especially for those just starting to have their own homes. Alam niyo yung nakalagay, may mga label sila. This room for only 24000 So it gives the buyer ideas on how to put things together within the budget. Pwede mo nang kopyahin eksakto eh, para ka nang nagpa-interior designer for free. The line to the restaurants at that time, lunchtime na yun, was so long. And guess how, how long we would have waited if we really tried those Swedish meatballs. The waiting time was three hours. So, syempre naman, ano, tinalo pa Disneyland dito. So, we ended up buy, buying food from the snack bar, ready to do a standing lunch, standing only lunch. We were lucky to get a table by the ledge, which served as our seat. We had, what did we have for lunch? Ito ang aming kinain. Six pieces of chicken wings. Masarap. Two vegetable spring rolls. One hot dog in a bun. One churros. Two ice cream in a cone. You buy the token, then get it from the machine. And two bottled water. About two bottles of water. All for the total amount of the tararan. 355.57 pesos. You know, the bottled water was at 29 pesos was even more expensive than some of the other food items. So, alam mo, I remember the dessert, the ice cream cone, was only 10 pesos. Imagine that. Makaka-happy rin ng konti. So, I'm going to talk about uh, today in this podcast, the Swedish Fika culture. Fika means Swedish coffee break. It's a reversal of the syllables of the word coffee. 
the old spelling K-A-F-F-I, the old spelling of coffee. And used as either a noun or a verb. So you can say, let's have fika or simply let's fika. It could also be the verb. This tradition has an interesting history. The first coffee beans arrived in Sweden in 1685, not to be used as a drink but as medicine. So it was stockpiled by the pharmacists to treat disease. Later on, Swedish King Charles VII introduced it as a pleasurable pleasurable beverage after his visit to Turkey. And then he brought home some Turkish coffee together with the traditional coffee maker. Coffee drink became popular. aristocracy And then the opening of coffee houses beginning in 1710. Then a group of elites worried that their country should not be spending on coffee imports but should be increasing their exports for the sake of their economy together with another class. The working class who couldn't afford coffee were pissed about the prohibition of home distilling. All these brought about coffee bans. O ipagbawal na lang natin yung mga pakapikapi na yan. And then, King Gustav III, who hated coffee, he even had this particular peculiar experiment done to demonstrate the ill effects of coffee on health. He ordered two identical twins, already condemned to death, so mga prisoners nila to, to be the subjects of the research trial. One of the twins would drink an absurd amount of coffee every day, while the other one would drink tea. Ano ang resulta? Kakatawa. Everyone involved in the study, including King Gustav III himself, died even before the experiment was concluded. Except, <laughs> except the coffee drinker. Hala. So anyway, to make the long story short, the coffee ban ended in 1822. Later on, the communal ritual of fika became an important part of the Swedish culture. It is taking a break to drink coffee paired with a sweet treat. Pedding cake, pastries, cinnamon rolls, biscuits. But, note this, ah, not to be taken by your lonesome. Hindi ka nag-iisa. But together with friends or colleagues. In the early 1990s, it was observed in Sweden that most accidents at work happen around 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. So to minimize these accidents, work breaks were scheduled at these hours. For most Swedish companies, breaks are scheduled and even mandatory. Oh, say mo yan, ha, di ba? Oh, mag-break na kayo! <laughs> Samantalang dito sa atin, medyo hindi masyado. Ano, break ka na naman. And usually, this scheduled breaks were at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. It may be easy to imagine how actual mandated FICA breaks can disrupt work. But the Swedish experience shows that they not only avoid accidents, but also improve productivity. So I'd like to talk about now, um, in order for us to understand this, we need to recall the concept of ego depletion. This is discussed in FQ Book 2, uh, Why Financial Education Alone is Not Enough, Back to Back with the Psychology of Money. 
And ego depletion is defined as our ability to make rational decisions. I mean, it explains it as this. Our ability to make rational decisions is a limited resource. It can be drained by decision overload, hunger, self-restraint, and extreme fatigue. In FQ Book 2, I discuss studies where even the judges who are supposed to be um, who are supposed to base their life-altering decisions, dapat diba, based on facts, ganyan yung ginagamit nila, no? Decisions on parole, they are also affected by the time of the day they make the decisions. So, here's how it went. The likelihood of granting a parole is highest after the last meal taken by the judges. From a high of 65%, this gradually goes down to almost 0% for the last case before the next break. Then, it goes back up to 65% after the meal break, then goes down again to almost 0%. Pag patapos na, no? To put it bluntly, as the judges get hungrier and more exhausted, your likelihood of getting a parole goes down. So, aside from that, ano, the effect on ego depletion, I mean, as your contra, FICA as your contra ego depletion tool, meron pang isa. The proper FICA kasi is taken not by yourself lang, but with others. This helps us really take a break from the work and develop relationships with co-workers and friends we FICA with. It reminds us that we are social beings. As we gradually go back to face-to-face -face encounters, let's remember to borrow this Swedish tradition to our benefit. I'll now end this article because um, I think it's time for me to find someone to fickle with while I work from home. So I do hope that you picked something really helpful from this podcast. And I'd like to see you again um, next week. Of course, also, there's our Kumu Show, Money Lessons with FQ Mom on Thursday at 11. And see you on my socials. That's FQ Mom on Facebook, YouTube, Kumu, and the FQ Mom on Instagram and Twitter. And I do hope that you're already subscribed to this podcast. If you want to know more about ego depletion and all the other biases, just head on to fqmom.com. Click books. Maraming maraming salamat po and let's fika. Cheers to high FQ.